What makes a successful date? When is a date successful? Is it with whatever happens at the end of the date, as a lot of people think? Is it getting to have a second date, you know, where the person actually talks to you again or doesn't ghost you? Is it actually going on a date? You know, for a lot of people, is that a successful date? I got a date. You see, no matter what happens in our society or how advanced we get in technology and things, dating is still tough. It just is. We have apps that help us, but you still have to go on the date and you never know what's going to happen. Especially today with all the AI capabilities, you could look at someone's picture and think, I'm going to go on a date with them. And then you meet them in public for real and they look nothing like the picture. You're like, okay, you had either some work done or I don't know what happened. And so that kind of makes dating weird. But the truth is some men just suck at dating. They just do. And you may say, well, why is that? Well, a lot of times those guys go into dating with the wrong attitude. And the truth is, if we fix our attitude, we're going to have much better dates. So we're going to find out what those bad attitudes are today and how to fix them. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I'm so glad you joined me here today as we talk about why some men suck at dating. Now, this is part of our March Man Month where we're focusing Monday through Friday. We're putting out a new episode every day to help you as a man. And this is dealing with our dating life. So you may be dating. You may be dating again, trying to figure it out. But have you ever had a bad date? I think everyone has had a bad date. My favorite bad date movie scene is actually from Santa Claus 2. Uh, Santa Claus has to get married and he's going out and going on different dates. And he dates this one girl who starts singing in the middle of the restaurant, stands up. It's very awkward. Um, it's very strange. And it's hilarious. It's one of the funniest scenes in the movie because she sings and all this. And he's like, hey, that kind of scared me. And she's like, you know, I put myself out there. And if you can't support me and she just leaves. So it was like the ultimate bad date. And the reality is bad dates are just a part of life. Two people get together. There's different expectations, different types of people. It's just going to happen. If you're going to date, you're going to have bad dates. But some men, they struggle with dating to the point that many of them just don't go on dates. A lot of younger men are just not dating today. They think, why should I go on a date? I can do just about anything virtually I want to. But the truth is we're humans. We need human interaction. That's what we're created for. Virtual just won't do it for us. Even with all the AI technology out there, you could have a relationship with an AI bot, but it's just not the same. It's not a person. You were created to interact with people. It's how we were made. It's what we should do. And the thing that men have to do is focus on their attitude before they go on the date. You see, it's not about finding the right girl. Yeah, I just need to find the right girl. If I could find the perfect girl, there's no such thing as a perfect girl. But what you need to focus on as a man is being the right guy. You see, guys who suck at dating are often dating for the wrong reasons. Their, their motivation behind dating is messed up. And they're looking to get something from the date that really that date can't provide. That date can't give it to you. And our expectations of, as men has a lot to do with whether it's a good date or a bad date or if we even date at all. And it tells us a lot about ourselves as men when we look at our attitudes toward dating and relationship.
So today we're going to talk about three main attitudes that men who suck at dating have. One, they're the ego feeders. Two, the conquest counters. And three, the awkward loners. First attitude we want to talk about is the ego feeders. Now, successful dates, they happen when both parties, the man and the woman, in the date, focus on the other person. You see, when two people go out and they focus on making the other person feel comfortable, uh, they're getting to know that person, they're asking him questions, they're seeing them as a person, they're going to have better dates and they're really going to have better relationships. Now, a lot of guys, the reason they suck at dating is they focus on the wrong thing. When they go on a date, they focus on themselves. They focus on how the date feeds their ego. Trust me, a lot of guys do this. They pick a girl based on what the other guys will think of her. It's true. They say, well, you know, all these guys are going to think, you know, my date is gorgeous. They're going to be jealous of me. She looks good and she makes me look good. And that's the thing. They want someone on their arm because they think it makes them look good. And that's a problem. That's an ego feeding. And the problem is when they go on the date, they're not looking at their date. They're not trying to get their no to date. They're looking around the room and they're saying, hey, these guys are looking at me because she's so beautiful. They know that I'm the man. And so it's really an ego trip and it's a sad way to date. But a lot of guys do it. They get into these ego feeding activities. They date, but it's a self-centered kind of dating. The guy isn't focused on her as much as he's focusing on himself. And he wants the other guys to be jealous of him, but it's all about him. So even on the date, he may ask her questions, he may do these things, but it's mainly just for him to look good. And really what he does is he sees women as a mirror to reflect himself. Oh, she looks good, therefore I'm good. She looks great, other guys are jealous of her, so I'm in good shape. I'm a good guy, other guys envy me. And that's how a lot of guys are. And what it does is it cuts off the ability they have to actually have a connection on the date, to have real connection at all. You see, successful dates don't happen in this environment where the guy, where it's all about him. Now, if the girl is doing the same thing, if she's dating a guy for everyone to look at her and you get a guy who's doing the same thing, then what you have what I call a kiddie pool date. Now, kiddie pool dates are what a lot of people get involved with today. They're super shallow. There's no depth to the relationship. There's no depth to the date. They're just in a kiddie pool. They can't go to the deep because they don't know how. Now, some people choose this. They want this kind of dating, but it's empty. It doesn't have any intimacy. They're not going to grow deep relationships. What a lot of these people do is they go from kiddie pool relationship to kiddie pool relationship, and there's no chance to go to the deep end because neither person has a deep end. It's really about them. It's about their ego. So the chance to have an intimate, close, significant relationship is kind of sad because it's not there. And the guys who do this, they suck at dating because they're not looking for a relationship. They're looking for an ego stroke. They're looking for something to make them feel better. And quality women will often see through this quickly and they're going to move on. They don't want to be a guy like that. They don't want to be with a guy who's just all about himself. And what ego feeders need to do is deal 
with their own insecurity. They just do. To not look at women as a tool for themselves, but to see those women as individuals. You see, a woman's job is not to make you look good. It's not to feed your ego. You see, a quality woman wants to be seen as a person, as an individual. She wants you to think she's beautiful, yes. Every woman wants to feel like they're, they're, the guy they're with thinks she's beautiful, but not for the sake of other people, but because you see her for who she is. You see the real her. You see, and as a man, we have to learn, as men, we have to learn that we aren't the center of the universe. What this does is it helps us be able to look at women as an individual on a date, to get to know them personally, to see their gifts and their abilities. And when we do that, then we can begin to move to the deep end of a relationship. We can build intimacy. We can build closeness. And we look at women as a person and not just a reflection of our own ego. Okay, the second group of guys who suck at dating are the conquest counters. Now, these are actually the biggest group um, because a lot of guys are in this group. These are the guys who look at dating as all about the sexual conquest. Sexual conquest are really the name of the game for them. Dating isn't really to get to know anyone. Dating isn't to look for a potential mate. Dating is about getting the score you know, making the touchdown, whatever analogy you want to do, home run or whatever. You see, guys like this, they look at dating. They look at it as something to conquer because it's a sexual conquer. They want to conquer the other person. Having sex is the goal. They want to score. And this attitude is way too common. And it says a lot about the man and how he views women. You see, these men are having sex really for themselves for their own pleasure. You know, they say, oh, I'm, I'm with the girl. She was having a good time. Well, but you're still looking at sex as something for you. You see it as a sport or a hobby, not what it was designed for. You see, sex was designed to draw two people together in a lifelong connection. It's something that only they share with themselves and no one else. And a lot of guys don't understand that. And when a guy is self-focused, when he's only focusing on his own pleasure and he's just, you know, going out with whoever and having sex with any number of women, what he's really doing is he's really just performing masturbation with a different partner because he's really focused on himself, his pleasure. And you say, no, 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 I'm focused on her because I'm the man. No, you're focused on yourself. And you see her as an ends to a mean, not as a real person. That's the problem. You're just looking at her as something to conquer, something to have sex with and then move on. So you're really only focused on yourself. And that's the problem. You see, for these guys, who the girl is, the standards go up and down based on how desperate he is. It's not about finding an individual. It's finding someone to have sex with. And that's the problem because these guys don't control their appetites. They're controlled by their appetites. It's actually the opposite. They kind of live animalistic. You know, they almost act like they're in heat. And guys like this suck at dating because they're not looking for intimacy or connection. They don't want a relationship. They want a victory. They want a score. They're just trying to win their medals. 
You know, it, it, sex is like an Olympic sport. And really today our society has treated sex like that. You know, you see things with our society talking about, you know, oh, you know, the best sex, the greatest sex and all this. And they're treating sex like a sport, you know, like you win the gold medal. You're, you're going to get to the top. But it's just not like that. Sex is not something that you just go experience for the fun of it. Sex is something that's designed to draw two people together, like we said earlier. That's the purpose of it. And what the problem is, the people who just focus on sex, they talk about, oh, my sex is great. I'm having better sex than I've ever had. What they're doing is they're bragging on the sex because they lack the intimacy. They don't have the intimacy. They don't have the closeness. So they justify their actions. Oh, I'm having great sex. I'm having the best sex of my life. Sex is the greatest thing in the world. And what they really do is saying, I have no idea how to be intimate with someone. So I'm going to play this game. I'm going to play this Olympic sport, and I'm going to try to get my medals. Both sides do it, men and women, but the men are really, really big at it. They, they want to conquer. They want to win. Now, they've been like that throughout history. So it's not just a now time, but it's a reality. You see, when we think of sex as a sport, what it does is it hamstrings us as guys. It hurts us from really being able to have a deep relationship with a woman. Because what happens is we train our body to give in to any sexual urge. I have an urge, I have to go have sex. So we kind of become slaves of ourselves. And a lot of these guys, even when they get married, when temptation hits them to have sex outside of marriage, to do other stuff, they're going to give in to it. And a lot of these guys will justify their needs, you know, saying, well, I've got urges. I've got to take care of. My wife doesn't do enough for me. You know, I still love my wife. I'm just having sex. It's no big deal. And what's happening is these guys are still focusing on themselves and they're conquering. They're still going after conquest because that's what makes them feel like a man. They don't know how to feel like a man without sex. And, and when I say sex, I mean having the conquest of sex. So that's what happens. And these guys, the first thing they have to do is learn how to rein in that sexual appetite. The truth is a man who can control his sexual urges is a man who can master self-control. Our sexual urges are there to drive us, but they're to be controlled and not we're not allowed them to control us. And when a man learns about that, he learns to see women as individuals and not metals to wear. Oh, you know, I had her, I had her. And that's just not going to happen. What's going to happen is those guys are going to be lonely because they don't know how to have an intimate or authentic relationship. It's just about sex. But when a man is able to see a woman as an individual, to see her as a person, he can give himself totally to her and give his sexual expression to her. There's nothing wrong with the sexual images and urges of a man. They're designed to be there. They're there to empower our life. They're part of us. And what they do is they help us focus on one woman. We put all of our energy into one woman. In fact, study after study show that people who live in a monogamous married relationship have better sex than people who are out sleeping all around because they're putting all of their energy into one person. And that brings joy and connection in the relationship. It's not about conquest. It's about deeper levels of intimacy. And that's what a lot of guys are missing when they think of women as just a medal to wear, as just something to conquer. So these men have to learn 
how to date without sex, how to connect without sex. And when they begin to do that, they're going to find better quality women. They're going to have better quality dates, no doubt. And they're going to be better quality men. The third area we want to talk about is the awkward loners. Now, with the stream of media and everything that's out there talking about toxic masculinity and all these things, a lot of people today don't realize the largest group among young men today is the awkward loner. A lot of guys today just feel kind of awkward and they're kind of loners because that's kind of what our society has done to them. They've run away from the real world. They're living in a virtual world. And these guys sometimes get so eaten up with insecurity that, that going on a date or, or getting into a relationship is more of a dream than a reality. They don't really focus on it. They see it as something that'd be cool. Oh, I'd like to do that. But they're too scared to try. And they say, well, you know, people aren't really dating until they get older. They're not marrying until they go older. Well, a lot of times that's because the guy is hanging back. He's kind of being that loner person. He's not really trying to go on a date. He's not really chasing the girl. And it's just not good for guys. And now we're not just talking about the nerd kid. You know, people think, oh, well, the nerdy guys, they're like that. No, no, no. All guys are like that. All guys today, a lot of young men today, the majority, I would say, have that loner instinct and they struggle because uh, maybe they didn't have a dad. Maybe they grew up in a rough situation in their home. And so they don't know how to be a man. And even the guys who were the sexual conquest guys we talked about earlier, a lot of those guys are actually loners. They're just playing a part. They're acting like they think they're supposed to act. I'm supposed to be the guy who gets all the girls. Because what he's doing is he's using his sexuality to hide the real self. He's hiding behind it. They stay on the surface with the sexual area so they don't have to really open themselves up because they feel awkward about themselves and they have a lot of loneliness. And for these guys, all guys, when they're loners, that fear of rejection looms huge over them. So they don't step out. They're scared of being put down. They're scared of stepping out and really getting hurt emotionally. So they hide. And it shows themselves with a lot of guys, what they do is they just say, why would a girl want me? You know, they, they go that line. You know, it's almost they go one or two ways. They either become the sexual conqueror or they just kind of back away and say, you know, no girl's going to want me. And so both sides are doing the same thing. They're hiding behind a mask. So they don't really show themselves to girls. And so a lot of these guys run away to virtual escapes, acting like it's no big deal to have a relationship. They'll game all the time. They'll watch porn all the time. And they do all of these things thinking it's going to help them and it's actually doing the opposite. All of these escapes make guys more insecure and it increases their loneliness. You know, one of the examples that I've, I've heard about, I don't, I don't do online gaming mainly because I stink at it, but uh, I know guys who do and they say, if a girl plays, like if the guys hear a voice and it's not, a lot of girls will change the voice to a guy voice because they don't want the guys to know they're a girl. But when a player, when the other players know it's a girl, it's amazing what I've heard people say how they'll, oh, here, I'll give you this. I'll give you that. You know, they kind of fall all over themselves for the girl. 
And I think what it is, is those guys are like, there's a girl who games and they get all excited and they think maybe she's the one, you know, and they are interacting through a game when they oftentimes wouldn't interact in person. And that's a huge problem because it means we have a huge segment of young men who have no idea how to be a man. They play parts or they just run away from the opportunities. They just hide from it. So they're not growing. They're not developing their giftings out of fear of failure. And they kind of hide from the whole situation. They become loners even when they play parts because they're putting a mask on. And men were created to lead. They were created to lead. They lead themselves and they lead in relationships. But the thing they have to do is they have to learn how to lead. And it starts with them leading themselves. And when they don't do that, it hurts them in their relationships in several different ways. A lot of times these guys end up in controlling relationships with women. They just do. What happens is these men will see themselves as less. You know, oh, I'm, I'm less. I can or I'm hiding. I'm putting a mask on. So they act like they're less. And when there's no leader in the relationship, the woman will lead. And a lot of times this leads to resentment and even more insecurity for the man because he knows he should be a leader, but he's not. These guys can't step up and lead. And a lot of times they don't do it because they are afraid of losing the girl. I don't want to disagree with her. I don't want to tell her what I really think. Because in their mind, they're thinking, why would a girl want me? I better keep this one, even if she treats me bad. Let me not stand up to her. Let me not give my opinion. Let me just say whatever she wants. And that doesn't make for a healthy relationship. A healthy relationship is two people learning to work together. But if if the guy is always giving in because he's afraid of losing her, that doesn't make for a healthy relationship. And most women, especially quality women, don't want that. Now, a lot of times what guys do when they're hiding is they'll buy into the extremes of what a man is. See, a lot of the guys who go to the toxic side, they're doing that because they think, well, this is what a real man is. You know, well, I've watched this on, you know, online. I've seen guys who have sex with a million different girls. So I guess that's what a man is. So they're like tough. They're like macho. They go out and have sex with all these people, but they're really loners. I'm not saying all guys have to be alpha males. I'm not saying all guys have to act that way. A guy should lead, but it, it begins with him finding out who he is. He doesn't want to play a part. Why would he act like someone in a video or a video game? He needs to learn who he is. He may have characteristics of these people, but he shouldn't try to be them. You see, a lot of times we assume that certain personalities get all the girls. That's not the case. What a guy has to do is figure out who am I? Who am I as a man? What am I here for? Guys have to develop that and then become comfortable with themselves. And as they do that, then they're going to be able to know what type of woman they want to go after, what type of female best fits them, because they know themselves. And the other problem with guys who are loners is a lot of times if they get a girl, they feel lucky. Oh, I'm lucky to have her. So they'll be less open and honest in a relationship, again, for the fear of losing her. I don't want to say what I really think. And what those guys have done is they've created a barrier to intimacy. For, for both of them in the relationship. Now, there are some women who looks for guys like this. They want guys like this. And what they'll do is they'll go out with them, they'll date them, and they'll use them up. A lot of times that they'll use them to, to 
climb relationships, to make, to do money, whatever. They use these guys. And so when a guy gets used, if he's already a loner, he gets used, he gets really cynical toward relationships. All women are bad. All women are this. All women are that. And they get to where they're just kind of anti-woman and they just stay away from relationships. And that's not good either because that takes away his ability to be in a good intimate relationship. And that's a problem. Men who are loners have to find healthy ways to grow as men. So I, w- I would challenge you if, you, if you struggle with being that loner, being alone, being afraid, you need to start learning how to be a man, which means maybe find some mentors, maybe start reading. You know, there are great books about there about how to step up and be a man. And what we have to do as men is grow our character, our worldview, to think outside of ourselves and find our purpose as a man. If we find our purpose as a man, then we can date and see women as individuals and how they align with our purpose. You see, our purpose is not to get the date. Our purpose is to live our life. And then we can build a relationship with a woman that can enhance that life and it enhances her life. And that's the way it's designed to be. The healthiest men are the ones who are secure in themselves enough to serve others. They're secure in themselves. They're the most fulfilled and they understand the most of what it is to be a man. Closing out the show today, I want to say that if you suck at dating, don't quit. Okay, I may have covered some of these and you're like, "Well, well, dang, you know, I'm terrible at this, David. But I just want to challenge you, don't quit. Don't stop. But what you want to do is don't blame. Don't blame someone else. Don't blame something else. As a man, look in the mirror and start taking responsibility for yourself. Start taking responsibility for your attitude, for your actions, for those things that you do. Maybe you have one of the three main attitudes we talked about. Maybe you're an ego feeder. Maybe you go out with women to kind of feed your own ego. Maybe that's your goal. Well, that's that's not a good goal. Or maybe you're the conquest guy. You just want sex. You want to go out and have sex with girls. Well, understand what you're doing is just seeing them as an opportunity for pleasure for yourself. So you're not really seeing them as an individual and you're cutting off your ability to have an intimate, close relationship. Or maybe you're just the awkward loner. Maybe you're always putting a mask on and pretending because you don't really know who you are as a man. I would challenge you to start doing the work to climb out of these attitudes. You're not stuck in them. And what happens is as you begin to climb out, you begin to develop that emotional muscle that you need to help you build an emotional relationship with a woman. And you'll find the right kind of woman for you. You don't have to suck at dating. You don't have to suck at being a man. You can start making positive changes today. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.